Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. So are we recording already? Yeah. All right. Oh, we are? Yeah. Bang! Okay. I never know, like... We don't know either. I... Well, I, know, no. I think it's, no, I, I know we're recording. I never know, like, if I don't start recording, mm-hmm. will I miss could something? Could miss comedy gold. I, yeah. I, I don't know about it. that, but I might That could be our something. chance to finally hit it big, yep. to go from five to seven listeners. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> go viral. <laughs> Well, welcome, and thank you for joining us again for another episode of our podcast, Redeemed. We are here in the studio, just rocking it out. Party hard. And uh, we'll be looking at judges. But before we get into that, Michael, have you ever met any interesting characters recently or in your lifetime? Feels like you're setting me up. But I am setting you up. I have I have a direction of where we're going with this. I mean, I have met a lot of interesting characters throughout my time in the army and outside oh, I forgot. the army. I forgot about the army. I bet you do meet a lot of yeah, interesting I've characters. Got, I got I could tell you stories. I think the only thing worse would be the Marines. Yeah, <laughs> crayon supply can't keep up with them. <laughs> The reason I ask the question is because I because because I do believe we come across a lot of different interesting characters, and to me it's almost on a daily basis. It seems like I just find yeah. them all the time. Oh yeah, you know from from the person I that I see while I'm driving down the road that's talking to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not saying just talking. They're they're freaking yelling. You know what I'm saying? What if they're singing? Uh, yeah, you never listen to rock and roll. Yeah, you don't ever throw like throw a concert for okay. yourself in your car. I, okay, I would buy that one, except she's turning one way and then turning the other. You know what I'm saying? Like there's somebody behind her. Well, she's working the crowd. Okay, yeah. working the crowd. Okay, yeah. we'll go with that. Stage presence. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so interesting characters, and it seems like my world gets full with more and more as time goes on. I don't know about you. Uh, I Part of it is I, I think what we have. Uh, God becomes less and less, if you know what I mean. And so, if you're not repl- not having God in your life, then you're replacing it with something else, and this is the result you get. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, why did I ask that question? Why are we talking about interesting or weird characters? Well, I think there's some interesting characters in the Book of Judges. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot of interesting right. characters. Mm-hmm. They are, and I want to look at a couple of those in the next few podcasts. Okay, all right. All right. We're going to start with uh, Deborah, which she's not as interesting as some of them. Okay. Deborah was pretty metal, though. Yeah. Deborah is pretty much on the level. You know what I'm saying? She, she's leading Israel at this time, which is pretty remarkable if you actually think about it, because during that time frame, women weren't something. They were treated like property. They were not treated like people. Exactly. They were something that you traded, something you used to kind of benefit your own life does that make sense they really didn't have a so-called place 
Correct. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the the feminist group that <laughs> that fight for rights now, they have no idea how far they've come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they made it a long ways. Yeah. So. But we actually have, in this particular situation, we have a woman, a God-fearing woman, who is actually leading Israel at this time. And from everything that I can see here in the first couple cha- or first couple paragraphs, she seems like she's highly respected. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And not only that, God is using her in, in pretty pretty amazing ways. Okay? Yeah. Now, with every story in Judges, it's we have the cycle. The Israelites sin cycle. The sin cycle. Isn't that sin the picture that, yep. we, that yep. when you did the books of the Bible? It the was judge like a judge was riding the cycle. On a motorcycle, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Exactly. Sorry judges cycles. Key memory lock came out there. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. Hmm? What's interesting is I was talking to somebody who, who was sharing that with me. And uh, it was kind of like it was a new, it was new for them. You know, they, they yeah. do the cycle. They do the cycle. Uh huh. Well, yeah, that person hadn't. Uh, yeah, had done. The, he hadn't. He yeah. hadn't done it yet. Mm-hmm. So we gotta. We should find those actually. Yeah, we should find those and go over those again because that was that was a great yeah. way to learn it. Yeah, the key learning words. Yep. <laughs> but that being said, so Israelites did once uh, once again did evil in the eyes of the Lord. So where it always starts. <laughs> Every okay. time. So God sets them free, and we're we're coming right off the the leadership of Ehud. Left-handed man. Yep. Who was the previous judge? Lost his knife. He lost and... lost his knife while stabbing the fat king. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> freeing Israel or freeing Israelites from. Yep. Uh, from those people. Now we have the cycle starting again. They start to sin. They start to fall, and uh, the Lord raises up Deborah to set them free. Of course, this is after they're they're crying out and saying, "Lord, we're right. sorry. We're, we're sorry repent. for real. This time we mean it." Yep. Yep. <laughs> They don't mean. I believe it goes sin, servitude, supplication, and then I can't remember the last one where we start right back. We go right mm-hmm. back to the beginning and start again. <laughs> we should have found the pictures. Yep. Should have. And they and they do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. So we got Deborah, and she's sitting underneath her tree, and uh, basically it's time. And she uh, talks to her right hand man, basically Barak, mm-hmm. and says it is time for us to begin the. Begin the process of yep. setting him free. Now, interesting conversation happens here. <laughs> because Barak says, yeah, I'll go. <coughs> but only if you go with me. And if you don't go, I won't go. <laughs> and that was what Barak told her. Mm-hmm. And the interesting so part to the whole thing is that she says, of course, I'll go with you. Yep. But she says, due to the way you're going about this, the uh, honor... The honor for this battle will not go to you. It will go to a woman. Yep. Which, once oh. again, was kind of an ins- probably an insult to him. Good. Because. Don't be a whip. You know what I'm saying. Girl power. Girl, Girl power. power. Yeah. yeah. Girl power. Exactly. And so, battle commences. They they end up they they end up chasing him. Well, they killed all of his guys, mm-hmm. and then uh, Cicero. Mm-hmm. Cicero was the. The guy they were fighting, and they killed all his troops, and he ran off mm-hmm. because, like, well, my guys are dead, so I'm out. out. <laughs> See ya. This isn't looking good for me. And then he found his way to the tent of JL, mm-hmm. and there the story gets really metal. It does. But before we go there... Really quickly. Yeah, it does. Before that, I think it's a couple more... There's a couple more details we need to, we need to mention. There First is. of all, there was 10,000 Israelites that were fighting. 
Yep. Okay. But Sisera and the Jabin, the yes. King Jabin, they had 900 iron chariots. Correct. Now, I from what I'm reading here, I don't see anything that said Israel even owned a chariot. I don't know. So if to they me, did, they didn't bring it up when they were retelling the story. Exactly. So that I find that interesting. So to put that in perspective, so you've got these guys who are trying to fight guys on chariots. Personally, I wouldn't want to be the guy on the ground trying to fight the guy in the chariot. No. No. But and that doesn't. An iron. Yeah. Chariot iron chariot. Too. Iron chariot. Yep. In that time where. It's like indestructible. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, basically, you you have the equivalent of a tank. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. And you got horses. Pulling your chariots, trampling everything. Exactly. So, yeah. so hmm. like, I'm good. I told you I'd come back to my that come that brings me back to my movie theater in heaven that I'm hoping is there. I want to watch <laughs> battles like this. Exactly. But God doesn't seem to have a problem with it. And it sounds no. like they route them pretty quickly. And that's why Ciceros runs. Man. So just I just think that's interesting just it to is. put it into perspective of if you were the Israelites fighting. Now ten thousand is a lot of guys, I'm not gonna lie. It is. You know what I'm saying? It is a lot but of guys. still going up against 900 chariots. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that, that that's challenging itself. And once again, God said, I'm giving them into your hands. It's over and done with. Yep. They should just turn the chariots around and go home. Yeah. yeah. Bad day to be those guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then back to what we talked about. Cicero runs. He winds up in the tent of JL. And the story gets a little interesting at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So she offers him some milk. He said, well, he said, I'm thirsty. That's right. He said, I'm, I'm thirsty. So she gives him a skin of milk. Gave him a drink and then covered him up. Stand in the doorway of the tent, he told her. If someone comes by uh, and asks you if anyone's here, say no. But JL, Heber's wife, picked up a tent peg and hammer, went quietly to him while he lay fast asleep. Exhausted, she drove a peg, a tent peg, through his temple into the ground, and he died. Just then, Barak came by in pursuit of Sisera, and J.L. went out to meet him. Come, she said, I will show you the man you're looking for. So he went in with her, and there lay Sisera, the tent peg, through his temple dead. On that day, God, said, God said, subdued Jabin king of the Canaan before the Israelites. Interesting. Tent peg to the dome. <laughs> Put that in the clue update. Yeah. A tent peg. Yeah, it was a tent peg and the hammer. In the tent. In the tent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, it all goes back to if God says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. He was going to give it into the hands of a woman. That's what happened. I was going to say he'll use whoever he feels like he needs to use at that time. Yes. Doesn't matter who you is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and that's really the key point to a lot of the story. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you could pick out some little things like, you know, if you're Barrack from from his perspective, you know, show a little more courage, you know? Yeah. If the Lord is saying he's going to do this stuff, then believe him. Not that Barrack's response was necessarily wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, if you have somebody who has the Holy Spirit, like it seemed like Deborah did at that point, um. Yeah, he, it very well could have been. He might have been saying that that he wanted her to come with because he felt like if she was there, then God was on their side. Mm-hmm. It could have been one of those things as well. And I said the Holy Spirit, and I guess that's not quite right. It would be the presence of the Lord at that particular moment. Yeah. 
So, enrichment. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's Old Testament. Right. Yeah, Old Testament. Yeah. <coughs> just don't want to set everybody off on that. Okay? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad's watching. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Did you even read this? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So, the presence of the Lord, that she had the presence of the Lord such as Deborah did. Right. <clears throat> but, you know, if God tells you to do something, just do it. But we've talked about that before. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes in particular situations, it's hard to kind of have that kind of courage. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean if you line me up, say, hey, you got 10,000 men, 900, 900 chairs you got to take over. Good luck. Mm-hmm. And here's some and sticks. I'd be like, yeah, no, you're going with me because God likes you. He uh-huh. may not like you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God is clearly on your side. Yeah. yeah. And I want that with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, you can pull little things like that. You know, if God tells you to do something, do it. But more than that, God doesn't really care about boundaries and things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll use a woman if he has to. He will use a man if he has to. He will use anybody and everything he wants to to complete the plans he wants. Does he'll use a talking donkey. That's true. Is that too? <laughs> he will use you yeah, too. Try to, go ahead. Try to put God in a box. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Exactly. So, so a couple ways to look at it is, first of all, don't be surprised. Right. If God does decide to use you, especially if you're following him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second of all, be ready to follow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be like the guy we're going to talk about next week. Yeah. And say, well, maybe not. <laughs> we'll exactly. See. It might we'll not. We'll see how I'm feeling. Exactly. I don't think it's me. <laughs> and really, you know, it's, it's like Michael said, don't put God in a box. He's going to accomplish things the way he wants to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think even as uh, redeemed Christians, sometimes we have a tendency to put God in a box. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, we don't quite grasp sometimes the power of who and what he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.